footy this week yeah no i'm certainly happy i got my first win well since round two yeah second win and your percentage is on the rise which is good you don't want to get it too high though why's that well you don't want to get you don't want to have too many wins now and then drop that number one mind you you might get a priority pick they're playing for it Mm. but yeah there's every chance west coast could finish on the bottom now just before we get into it do you, does it, do, you, do you believe in the priority picks? Yeah, I read a comment today that I think someone said that should be a five-year minimum before someone's entitled to one. And I reckon that's fair. Kangaroos have but hit that point. And oh, it's all well and good they've won a few games now, but um, it was pretty bad. I think it'd be really healthy for you guys because I, I had a look this week at pro, uh, names of priority picks. So Luke Hodge was a priority pick. Chris Judd was. Mark Murphy was. There you go. I had no idea. Yeah. So they were all priority picks. Uh, Matthew Cruiser at Carlton, he was a priority pick. There you go. So you you can find those like, those diamonds in the rough through those priority picks. It well, may just come off for you guys. It's good for footy. It was good actually watching watching a competitive game on the weekend. 100%. And I reckon yeah. anyone, who's, anyone who plays North wants to watch their team win, but... It's nice to win, not so convincingly. Well, it's sometimes. nice for North fans to well, certainly. have the win too. Yeah, but they're a few games ahead of where we're at, aren't they? Who? North. Really should uh, kick it off with Friday night. Mm, let's get ready to rumble! Nine versus ten. Doggies taking on the Saints. It was a good game. Yeah, Dogs got yeah. up 28 points in the end. They, um, they, 28 points is not bad for St Kilda in, in the end, considering how bad it could have been. So, Saint- I, wrote, I wrote this down because I thought it was interesting. The Saints pressure acts, right, they are seventh this year. And where were they? Seventh out of 18 yep. this year alone. Where was their pressure on Friday night? Yeah, well, I think Rats went on to say that they had 16 players who didn't have a tackle at halftime. Yep. Yep, Zach Jones. Zach Jones only had four disposals at halftime. He's in your midfield. He's running around on the ball. He um, he singled um, Zach Jones out. Yeah. Who That's was the last note from. Who, yeah, who was the last <laughs> coach that did that? Uh, Probably someone like Malthouse or someone, wouldn't it? No. I can't remember. Um, but that... Play, oh, I do remember. It was Rutten singled Stringer out. Oh, yeah. And Stringer come back and answered that call. Stringer's... Well, again, we'll talk about Stringer later. He was good. Four goals on the weekend. Mm. Um, but, yeah, they were 8-3 and three at halfway with the season. And now, since the bye, St Kilda are sitting 5-6. and six. Yeah. It's not good for them. No. And they've, like, now lost, and they've lost Paddy as well. He's gone for the season. Four and, to six weeks. And that's a real shame because I really do He's 34. Think, I do think that that's... That's um, the end? That's him gone, yeah. Yeah, well, 
I can't see it. Besides being a, a leader, um, I can't see him coming back and playing footy. Tell you what, how lucky is Rats when he signed that extension just prior to the buy when they were on the up? Well, like, well funnily enough, they, they held that off for a long time. They yeah. held that... that um, that announcement off for a long time. Everyone thought it was going to happen. Mm. No one honestly thought that Rats was going to go anywhere, but they held it off because they were sort of... Oh, well, they were shocked because they were winning. I, don't, I right. think it went against what they wanted to do. They were mm. like, shit, we better sign him up. Because, um, you know, in round nine, they actually beat the Cats. Yeah. That was the last time the Cats lost. Two St. Kilda round nine. You know, Ben Dixon and Fox Footy went on to say that um, they're really bad in... Particular, like you were talking about their pressure, but they're really bad in like games where they're meant to step up. Like that was a game to really push yourself up into finals contention. Yeah, and they've lost their spot in knife now. They've dropped below. But um, Dixon's gone on to say that they lost their first game of the year to the Pies. And he said, you know, you want to open your account good, and boom, they fizzled in that one. Round eight, they got smashed by Melbourne. And again, that was a premier game versus the premiers. The Spud game, they got cooked in that. They did, yeah. Pride game, they that got was a bit cooked closer, in that. Though. That was a bit closer, wasn't it? The, oh. the Spud game. Oh, either way, though, I can't it's a game to step to up. So, yeah. They're, yeah, And they're just being spoken about not being mentally strong. They actually led a lot of the stats, you know. If you went over the stats, you'll see that they led the kicks, the marks, mm. um, contested possessions, uncontested possessions, even timing possession. But they lost in the stoppages, the hitouts, and the clearances. Sinclair was probably, well, Sinclair I think topped both clubs <laughs> with thirty six. Yeah, and he's running and off you know, the back. And do you know why I love that kid? I just hate his the haircut. mullet. I yeah, hate his haircut. Another mullet. But I love the kid. I th- I think he's um, going to be a great footballer. But that haircut's bloody terrible. You know, to point out how bad it was, at one point in the third quarter. Um, Dogs actually left by 52 points. Mm. So to be 28 points in the end, like Dogs came out, kicked five in the first quarter unanswered. And again, St Kilda's not really put anything on the scoreboard till the last. You t- you just touched on it then though, the stats that the Saints lost. that The stats that they lost, they didn't just lose, they lost them convincingly though. The clearances was 41 to 21. That's That's like... It, that's, that's where panic the con- station. That's there. control center. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. But I mean, then you look at guys like Bontempelli, McRae, and Libba, who all topped, um, all topped that side for possessions. Well, the bon- and all that sort of thing. Well, you're on him. Thirty-four disposals. Yeah, they're seventeen all- contested. Yeah, man. They, it, like he's a he's a gun. I don't care what anybody says. Everybody talks about how slow he is and blah blah blah. He's a gun. He when I was watching he's that so game on Friday night. He stood up and took control. Yeah. He was silky too. Like, he really ran with an arrogance just through players. Yeah. He was really good to watch. Just a classic Bont game. Yep. Agreed. And um, oh, the number one draft pick too. Hugo Hagen. Got three. And yeah. people were saying, I was watching on the night, the commentators were saying, you know, it must be nice to have the pressure of Norton not in the forward line, maybe. The pressure, well, a good pressure for him to step up, but without knowing there's the key leader who probably should get priority over him. So it was good to see the number one actually, yeah, get his desserts. He, I think he'll come really good. I think he'll come good. Um, once he puts a bit of meat on and he's not so movable, 
I think he'll be okay. Josh Bruce come back, only three posies. Yeah, but you know what? Went at 100%, but only three posies. <laughs> he hasn't played since round 21 last year. He's been out of the game for 342 days. Yeah, he played a couple of VFL games to come back in, though, and dominated. Yeah. I, um, coming to AFL level and didn't. But yeah, do you see the um, Buffalo symbol they were doing? No. They were doing this Buffalo symbol, like the oh, rock okay, and roll yeah, symbols like, above like their the heads. Yeah. Apparently, it's about the Cape Buffalo. Okay. It's about working together as a pack to protect your family. Okay. Because apparently, the week before, they didn't display that against Sydney when they got rolled by like well, 50 they, odd points. Well, they didn't. Yep. Um, I just like how, like, the whole team were doing it. You had all these players when they were kicking goals doing this symbol, but um, Bailey Dale had no idea. He, um, he just said he had no idea. Bevo comes up with many themes every week, doesn't know what he's doing half the time. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. You know what? I love the honesty of that. That's all right. Yep. I got no problem with that. Um, and just, uh, that's about it with me. Did you actually, the last thing I want to touch on regarding this game, did you see that post-match um, video with Rats talking to the players? No. Oh, it was really wholesome. There was some discussion about today saying he shouldn't have done that because he was a compromised coach because he knew cameras were on him. It goes out to the faithful and you can't really, you don't want to tear a player apart, but you want to talk some hard truths because they're adults. Yeah, 100%. But yeah, they just saying that's oh, probably not the best move, putting in the cameras into the first discussion between coach and players. After the game. Yeah, it was really a Kodak moment. Like really, you could have had some nice music playing as he was talking to him. It certainly, to me, wasn't the discussion you'd want a team that displayed poor pressure having that soft lip discussion Yeah. post-match. Yep. Hey, who do you reckon wins the um, Charles Sutton Award for the Dogs this year? I, I think Bontempelli. You do? Yeah, no. He's been just... the most influential at that club, I think. He's he's played probably played the best footy. I think Norton would come close. Libba's having a good year too. Yeah, Libba's having a good year. But yeah, no. I don't think you I'm can just go curious. past Bontempelli though. You just get into that point of the year where those awards are going to start coming out. Bont got the... 10 for the coaches' awards as yeah, well. Yeah, he would have. He was the favourite on the night. But, mate, that, like, what did he kick? Kick two? The Bond. I can't two remember. Two goals, yeah. Um, and one of his goals was off the boundary. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a bloody good goal, actually. Those players just do it. It was a good game, though. They had 26,000 turn up. People excited. Jeez, You'd want a bit more, though, but you're yeah, talking about St Kilda doggies. Yeah, I know, but, yeah, it's pretty sad at the moment. Crowds over there. Especially when you come... I mean, I know that there's a lot more teams over there than there is here, but, I mean, we're filling that stadium with 60,000 people. Yep. Something wrong. Something going on over there. I don't know. We're moving on. Adelaide Collingwood. Let's do this. Adelaide Collingwood. Crows didn't get there. Magpies got the five points. Yeah, it's a real shame, though, um, because they were up a lot of the time. Um, Really... Really, really even game of footy. Well, they they were leading the whole match. Well, Pies led in the first, but going into the end of the third, uh, Crows were three points up. Yeah. Such yeah. an even game of footy. Even if, when you look over the stats, everything was pretty much even. Yeah. Well, um, even in those last five minutes when Murphy and Walker got those last two goals to bring yeah. it right in, it was such well, a tight yeah, game. Tech's five goals. Yeah, that guy's extraordinary. Like, oh, yeah, no worries. Like... Honestly, if he had asked for two years, you'd, you would have given him two years, surely. Oh, well, he's, you know, he's, just, he's gone for one. He's just dominant up forward. You know, another good thing to give to um, 
Adelaide, while we're giving them the accolades, is Rory Laird. With Broke his 20 tackles. New record. Yeah, but Barry had 17 as well. Adelaide as a team had 126 tackles on the day. Do they? That is, that's mental. Well. That is mental. Do you know, well, Laird got 20 on the day. He also leads the tackles for the comp. Yeah. On 307. Not uh, only did he get 20 tackles, though, he had 31. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there was no mucking around. I was a little bit gutted when I heard he broke this stat, though, because um, you know who used to hold the previous stat? Was it not? Jo- oh, no, it wouldn't have been John Newcomb, would it? Oh, if I'm upset about it, it's got to be a Roo. Well, who would it have been? It was Zebel with 19. Uh, I think it was against GWS. He's a, I tell you what, Zebel would be a bloke I wouldn't want to be tackled by. He's a bit of a brick shit house. Mm. But yeah, Murphy got called as, recalled as well to the Crows and he kicked yep. three. Yeah, he kicked which three is good to come straight in. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, are we going to touch on the, uh, I suppose we'll, we'll touch on the Dacos 40 possession three goals? Yeah, superstar. 749 metres, metres. 749 metres gained. As so well. he's paying... They've paid out on him. Oh, okay. So yeah, Sportsbet's paid out on him to win the NAB Sport. They got paid out today. Oh, okay. So yesterday I looked and he was paying a dollar one, and uh, I think I can't remember now. I can't remember who was second. I think it might have been um, Andy Brayshaw. Was oh, that was that fifty six dollars? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So from first to second was a fifty five dollar gap. Yeah, no, no, not Andy Brayshaw. Sorry. Yeah, um, I knew what you meant. Yeah. Uh, That's okay. Brownlow you're thinking there. I'm thinking Brownlow, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, now he's got it in the bag. Breakout season. And I hope he continues. Like again, he also got the 10 coaches points as well. Oh, he would have. Superstar. Yeah, yeah. In Pendle's 350. Now does he, does Dacos make the All-Australian team? I I don't reckon he does, no. You don't think? I think nah, he does. Cause I think I think he's a superb footballer. I'm not discounting what he does and his goals are sublime. But um he's not been tagged enough. Like even Crows went on to say well, yeah. they disrespected Dacos. They just didn't put any one on him and they've been saying that throughout the year that he's been given too much space because he is a young kid and they're just not taking it serious enough that hey, this kid plays with adults. You know, Jason Horn Francis apparently displayed this in the San FL. Can't display it in the AFL. Mm. Well, Dacos is clearly displaying he's ready to play with the big boys straight away. But mm. they're probably just not respecting the fact that he's that good. Yeah. That's that's my theory anyway. I just reckon if it's key positions for the All-Australian squad, I'd be putting other people in. Yeah, fair enough. But he deserves all the accolades he gets for being, like after Coleman for Essendon, being one of the best debut players in the modern era. I've enjoyed watching him. Yeah. And I hate giving praise to Collingwood. Everyone does. But, yeah, it's just amazing. See, um, something to upset you. Oh, gee, this is, must be serious. You pointing your pen at me. This is. Um, <laughs> I only saw this today, but um, old Judd has two little twin boys. Yeah, he does. And so 2035, they come, they're old enough for yeah, the draft. <laughs> and to see what, see what team they look like they like to support. Yeah, the bloody Eagles. Yeah, it doesn't look like Carlton get... No, bloody yeah. horrible. I, I had a little chuckle when I saw that. I think um, Beck must be getting a bit more influence he in those kids' heads. father-son, doesn't he? Yep. At the Eagles. Um, but, you know, you asked me before we uh, started this, you're saying you reckon Pies finish in the top four. I'm saying I don't think they do. I think they make finals, for sure. I don't think they make top four. They've had so many nail bowlers 
particularly over the last four weeks, they've been the Crows by five, mm. North by seven. Yep. North. Don't forget, it's still North. We're shit. And they beat us by seven in the last quarter. They beat the Suns by five and they beat GWS by 11 in the last four weeks. Prior to the bye, though, they did beat Melbourne and the Blues and Frio. So, and they didn't do them... They did them a bit more convincingly. But their last five games... So they've just had a good run Have of... Have you got their last five games? So, I'll tell you what their last five games are. Okay, go. They've got the Dons this weekend. Which would be a great game of footy. But if they're literally just coming up against Crows and Roos in the last quarters, I'm picking the Dons. Yeah, I'm picking the Dons. Uh, they got Port, which I reckon will be possibly a win for them. But Marshall, it'll be... Marshall, Marshall might not play. It'll be a good game. But it won't be an easy win. I wouldn't walk in going guaranteed. They've got yep. the D's, nothing guaranteed there at all. Yep. They've got Sydney, nothing guaranteed there at all, and they've got Carlton in the final round. Do they nothing beat Carlton? Guaranteed. No, they don't beat Carlton. Even though they beat Carlton five weeks ago. No, they and only they beat, beat you four points. That was another minor victory. Mm. Too many minor victories. That's why their percentage is what a hundred and six, and they're sitting in fifth. Oh, we're not talking about percentage. Carlton's. Crappy as well. Well, at least your percentage is respectable in the top eight because West Coast, uh, Collingwood's 106 is comparable with 11th place Port Adelaide. Mm. So, yeah, that's why... We're only outside by, I think, a game. That's why I think, yes, they make finals, but I think we're being a little bit deceived by some of their little victories of late because Crows are, again, North Melbourne and Crows, if you've been reading the news today, are the Crows are saying they're just as well entitled to a priority pick as well with their rebuild process. So, I know it was a win at Adelaide Oval and it was wet and windy footy, but as a Magpie supporter, I'd be a little bit dubious of how confident I am in my side against final teams like Melbourne, Geelong, you know what I mean? Even Sydney, because Sydney's just playing superb at the moment. If, if that trend continues, though, they finish top four and they get two chances then. They won't finish top four with those final games, though. There's okay. not enough opportunity to win. They don't have the best run home. All right. That's my theory anyway. Watch this Sydney. Place. Sydney has a better run home. Yes, Sydney are killing it. And we'll too. go to Sydney shortly, and I'll tell you they've got to up and coming. But, um, yeah. Um, so... Do you want to touch on this Ginnivan stuff? Might as well. I'm really... I'm happy it came through because it was pathetic to watch on the weekend. It's it's not a good thing. And, I, and you probably would have seen me comment, uh, have a discussion with... Um, a mate of mine, Luke, who was a Pies supporter, mm-hmm. again this week. And I've I, and I've stayed pretty staunch on the fact that the AFL needs to make a decision on it. And it sounds like this week they have. So I hope it's officiated correctly or as correctly as possible this week. Now, because all week they've shown clips of Scott Pendlebury trying it. Ginnivan was obviously part of that. Then they've shown... Um, this is what McLaughlin was upset Walters. about. They're exploiting the rule now. Yeah, of course. But but why wouldn't you? You had Luke Shuey come out this week on a podcast with um, uh, Will Schofield? I don't know. Someone. Yes, he's, he's the one I think on the body. I think so. Um, so Luke Shuey came out and said, no, it was, it was most definitely part of my game. And why would I not do it? It's not illegal to do. And, and he's right. It's not illegal to do. My problem is I don't believe it's in the spirit of the game. I liked... Um, so we talk on historical players who did this, but I liked what um, Chris Scott said this night, this week on Fox Footy, I think, regarding like Selwood instant, 
for instance, yeah, I didn't think he was necessarily correct on saying, oh, Selwood 100% only tries to evade the tackle, though. No, he breaks the tackle. Yeah, but so I, he'll, he'll, I thought that was fucking Which weird. I think makes more sense, considering Selwood gets a busted head and Ginevan gets a, like, a... Oh. Yeah, but he gets a busted head because he leads with the head, which is exactly what Gillam McLaughlin's trying not to happen. But I reckon there's it's a difference... It's about protecting the head more than anything else. You couldn't compare peroxide Ginevan to Selwood at all in players. No, you can't. Not in toughness. Like one is a hard no. nut. And you definitely know when they approach that tackle, one's thinking, free kick, free kick, and one's thinking, I'm going to smash you. Well, see, He's I a freight train, Selwood. No, I, reckon, see, I, I agree with Scott on this one. I reckon... Nah, see, I don't necessarily I a agree. Difference. I, I, I think that Selwood has been one of those ones. And he went through this years ago. Don't worry. He went through the exact same thing Ginevan's going through now. And so did Chewy. You know? Like, yeah, but... You don't understand. This guy's Hollywood. This Ginevan's literally... The action is so purposeful. Like, the arm action. Even you watch the action of the duck of the head. It's very methodical, very precise. And that's why people are saying, you've had a prior, because you've now done a second action. And that is and now that's, the AFL that ruling. That is the difference between... And that's the AFL ruling. Um, just... Everyone's talking about him getting the freeze though, but you do know your boy Cripps leads mm. with the most freeze for the year. Yeah, he's, he's on he, 38 freeze. I'm pretty sure he almost leads the freeze against too. No, he doesn't. How, how close he's in is the he? top 10, but he ain't. Yeah, well, there he you ain't go. leading. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, Pies are, But but do you think that Cripps is? I don't understand where you were going with that. Do you think Cripps plays for free kicks? I just shit staring you that. Oh, okay. You got a little, protect, just got a little protected species running around. Yeah, I don't think little he plays. Brownlow, Brownlow medalist, isn't he? No, he's not. Will be with that sort of pr- treatment. Oh, I don't, <laughs> I don't think he bloody. The umpires obviously like him and want to protect him. Um, Ollie Henry got dropped. He hasn't been there, but he's kicked four two in the reserves on the weekend. Yeah. So he'll be looking at a chance to come back. Yeah, he's gone. What do you reckon? There's a bit to say with Collingwood, but what do you reckon with? Well, obviously, they're talking this week about Dugowie with Geelong St Kilda. It got floated by, I think, Cooney that the Crows could use Dugowie, which I thought is kind of true. But the Grundy one, he's still got about a million bucks a year to be paid until 2027. And he signed only in 2019, the seven-year contract. Yeah. Do you keep him or do you trade him? Well, you trade him. Do you... But, but I, I, t- I said to you... If if you're gonna if you're talking about salary dumping, which Collingwood are renowned for, and still paying salaries of players that they salary dump, um, well they want Taranto, they want to clear space to get Taranto. That's all well and good, but you've got to be able to get him. You can't because GWS aren't going to take Grundy. I don't know if I mean, and I don't know own. whether or not that's a straight swap. I don't know if I'm meeting my own words here though, but considering the extent of Grundy and the fact he got that contract and he is injured, so he can't advocate his own game. Um, he absolutely walks all over Mason Cox, regardless of how good Cox he is this year. But he walks all over Cameron too. So do you really take him out of the side or do you utilise him in a different way? No, but that's what I mean. So is it about salary dumping? Because if it's mm. about salary dumping, then you wouldn't trade Mason Cox because Mason Cox is in there for bugger all salary doing exactly what you want him to do. Cameron is in there doing the exact same. So if it's about saving money and being able to pick up players back, then you would trade Grundy. is the same. is on big money. Not playing. Not playing again this week. Do you know what I mean? But if you're talking about salary dumping and being able to pick players up, trade him. 
Get rid of him. Do Do Collingwood need that headache? No, they don't. Oh no, they're parted ways. So that the already. Rat Pack and all that. Remember that those days. Yep. Dane Swan, you know Shaw, all of those guys. You know Alan Didac. Um Brilliant. They were great. They were great times to watch. But Collingwood doesn't need another headache like that, dude. No, no, they've finally got good culture. That's why Eddie had to step away. Um, but with the accolades, yeah, I mentioned it briefly at the start, but it was Pendle's 350th. Yep. And he got his goal in the fourth quarter. Where does he stack up? Legend. He's a gun. I think so too. I watched a highlight little package of him today and I forgot when he went through that ugly little dread stage. Oh, yeah, it's horror. Yeah, wasn't it? It was but horror. I, I watched him kick his first goal in AFL and he was a bit more of a stick, but he is a gun. He's just... He's a good leader. You know what I love about Pendlebury? The the game absolutely 100% slows down for him. He, I've never, ever seen him have a possession where it doesn't look like he's got so many seconds to do whatever he wants with the ball. I've just always liked him because he's consistent. Mm. I never knew him as the superstar every game, but just always like a a gun would always be in your best, yeah. but not maybe your best. Yeah. Um. One thing I want to touch on... I don't know if you know about this. I only read this today. Eddie Betts has a book coming out, uh, August 3, Boy from Boomerang Crescent. Mm-hmm. So it's about him coming from the Nullarbor to the footy. But um, it's going to touch on the 2018 Adelaide camp. Mm. That cooked him, remember? He, he, that was cooked his, the whole team. That was his done. But, you know, like they were saying today in the news how Everyone's had to go up to the media saying, oh, you've beaten this up. It's all well and good, yada, yada. But players haven't talked about it, but it's going to come out, you know, just over less than two weeks. And we're going to find out maybe some of the hard truths. And I reckon it's going to be a bit of revelation for some Adelaide fans finding out what they put their players through and why their team completely dissolved yep. since 2017. Oh, I, I, I want to read the book. Yeah, same. Same. He's an interesting man. I love him. Yeah. I think Cornsy said, or someone said this year that, in terms of like, because of in regards to this book, like because people have played it down, um, they said in terms of popularity, he'd have to be the most popular player in footy. In a, in a regard, maybe not in like superstar status, but in like, uh, I think positivity. Popularity, I think he's, I think he's certainly the most popular. Like well, you, every, see, I don't want to. I don't want to go here because I, I don't want. I, I don't want to segregate it. Loves him. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to segregate every this, team. But he is most certainly he would be the most popular. Uh, indigenous player to play the game in the modern era, one hundred percent. I took a stat of that today. Um, funnily enough, just I'm always hunting info, and um, it was you know who was the number one indigenous player for your team, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, who do you reckon it was for you? Oh, there'd be a few that I wouldn't. Have it was would. any bets. It was just a trick question. Oh, uh, see. <laughs> There'd be, I was going to say, there would be a few that I wouldn't have even known were indigenous. No, nah, like North had Barry Cable. I was going to say Barry Cable for North. So, like, Adelaide had McLeod, Chris Johnson for Brisbane, Leon Davis for... Chris Johnson for Brisbane? This, this I don't know when this was done. Cause it's, but Gavin yeah. Wanganeen for Essendon? No, nah, Long. Michael Long. Michael Long. Waters for Frio, Polly Farmer for the Geelong... Jared Harbrow for the Suns, Zach Williams for the Giants, Cyril Rioli for Hawks, Jeff Farmer for Melbourne, Wanganeen for Port. Yeah, Wanganeen for Port. Morris yep. Rioli for uh, Richmond, yep. Nicky Winmar for Saints, Adam Goods for Sydney. And then in uh, then we got Lindsay Gilby for Doggies and Peter Matera for West Coast. Yeah. Don't know how that stat came up, but I'm kind of glad I took it now. 
I don't, man. Sydney <laughs> Betts was in there. <clears throat> Sydney must have um, must have had some conversations. Why is I, that? Well, I know Adam Goods is, you know, Le- Lachlan. Le- yeah, yeah, I would have thought so. Legend of the game and that sort of stuff. Controversial for, for Goodsy, but yeah, I think a conversation probably needed to be had about O'Loughlin, Surely. <clears throat> anyway, we digress. Giants Brisbane. Yep, and uh, I'm really happy with Brisbane here. They've had to make 16 changes in the last two weeks due mm. to COVID and health protocols. Like, yep. That disaster for him. So, and I was happy because the beast Matheson was in, our boy. Yeah, and he Shotgun. played. He Shotgun. played. He played. He played brilliantly. He hopefully can keep his spot. Well, he's been dominating in the twos. That's the issue, and it, and then just can't break into that side. But I, he's a he's an exciting footballer, well, man. I think I spoke on it last week that um, Neil was tagged out of the game, mm. but what happened this week was he was able to take pressure off Neil to. Actually, get him back in the game, and but Neil didn't have an outstanding night by his, you know. Did you see? Um, did you see Matheson's rugby throw? Yeah, it's the worst throw yeah. I've ever seen it's, in football. It was really bad. Like it's, it wasn't even <laughs> subtle. <laughs> no, and it, it was. <laughs> it did, it I will admit the umpire was facing. Actually, I, I'll admit I don't know how the umpire didn't see how obvious it was. No, it, was it was the it was biggest throw bad. I've ever seen. It was pretty bad. Um, McCluggage was a gun as well with 30 touches and four goals. Four goals, yeah. He's a superstar. So this, He's really humble. You don't hear enough about this guy. So this Maybe kid, I'll go for it. I actually think that Brisbane have gone, you know what? McStay, we're not phased whether or not you go or you stay because if McCluggage can come... Yeah, I know. It's been a bit of a fizzer. Uh, he's not doing, himself, he's no. not doing himself any favours. But um, if McCluggage can go out of the middle and pick up 30 and kick four and if he can do that every second or third game you have literally replaced McStay in that side yeah well that's it McStay did do himself one favour because they need some rucks at the moment and he moved into ruck yeah for a little bit of a feather on his belt to help but yeah no. so I've got Darcy Fort generally did well in the ruck Brisbane smashed the Giants in the clearances absolutely smashed them forty nine to twenty four. That was that's horrible, considering who GWS have got in that midfield. That is horrible. Now I I'm and I'm talking about their midfield. Now I've been a massive rap for Canelio. How many posies did he have? I'm going to try and pull it up quickly. Oh, he's but, probably twenty one. Yeah, he's. Are you guessing? No, I'm, I'm Are literally you guessing guess- 21. No, or have 20, you written down? No, no, no. 21's an average game for a midi. You know, Sam Taylor, though, for JWS had 12 intercept marks in the first two quarters. Yeah. And yep. yeah, I've read that. Himmelberg was good as well, helping them down the back. Because at, at, at first, that game at halftime was Lions 6 3, JWS 5 2. Mm. But literally, bang, that third quarter, they've piled on five goals, the Lions. And they've piled on five points. They just came out in that Could third. Could have been huge. You know, there's no huge. no stopping them. And they even did four in the final, you know, compared to JWS's three goals. Um, old Greeny got um, four. four goals. He's a good little small forward. He's staying out of the news, you know. He even had Stasevich all over him like a rash, and he still managed to get that score on the board. Um, I'm really excited for Brisbane. I'm 
so excited for Brisbane, but I don't go for them. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I said that. Um, no, but we're so excited because um, Zorko, Rich, Berry, they yeah. should all be due to come back to get their ruck, get their players roaming on the ball, roaming on the ball. I'll tell you um, a useless stat, yeah. but one that I found really interesting. In this game, now, I, I want you to have a stab. How many bounces do you think players took in this game? On average? No, no. How many, in total, how many bounces do you think occurred in this game? Gosh, I have no idea of this stat. I wouldn't even know what to start with. I'm going to go with... This is see, That's uh, why I said it's useless, because no right, one gives a shit about right, it. I'm just going to have a stab and say total of 45 bounces. No, that's too many. I'm going to say 35 bounces. 35? Yep. I'll tell you how many there were. One. Oh, shit, yeah. One player had one bounce in the entire game. Now, I tell you, if Saad had played, there would have been 10. There would 10. have been 30. <laughs> yeah, well, 10 in one, yeah. one sprint. Woof. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, there you go. I guess it was... Well, you know, what's really funny was, you know how I've gone over these team rankings with you um, for last year and this year? The one thing that Brisbane continued to lead in the comp... Not necessarily maybe in the top, but they're always in the top three, is kicks. Mm. I, I, wonder mean, how, I wonder how their efficiency stacks up, though, on that. So they're just going long. Like, I'm thinking if they're kicking, they ain't running. Mm. Like, they're not... They were actually last year... But they set up really well behind the ball, too. Well, well, again, so I've told you this year and last year, they're in the top three for kicks. But this year and last year, they're in the bottom three for handballs. Mm. So they're not a running handball side. They're a kick it long, move it side. I'm assuming with those sort of stats. Uh, I don't know. Stephen Cornelio had 23. No, I said 21. I don't feel too bad. No. Um, well, I, I feel bad because 23 isn't a bad game at all. We'd but lost. just wasn't enough to help them over the line. Okay, well, they got the Q clash next week against the Suns, and I think they're going to get the desserts there. But... um. They want to keep going. They've moved up into third now. Moved Frio back down to fourth. Um, they'd really want to keep this footy up, I reckon. That was a really good convincing win against GWS. Yeah. And they needed a game like that, I think. 100%. After Essendon and whatnot. Yeah. Those couple of weeks where they hit a bit of a bump. Next. Come on. Come on. Next. Go on. The Roos defeated Richmond by four points at Marvel Stadium, and it was beautiful. It was. It was, it was a, a great thing. game. There's some crazy stats with this I've seen come out this week. <laughs> are they the are they stats or are they the useless stats that you gave me about seven goals last week? No, nah, just weird things like um they are useless in that regards. But so obviously when they when Richmond first lost after the siren to Carmichael Hunt by two points. Yep. They played the Roos the next week and lost by four. Oh, wow. And that's that's the, bizarre. And that's the exact same stat that's happened again. Like, it's just a little bit spooky, I reckon. Yeah, that's a, that's a bit bizarre. This is brilliant by North, though. Yeah, well, this is it's great. second youngest team in the comp versus the second oldest. Jai Simkin. Yeah, he, he done well. He, he got the most positives on the and he, and he, Yeah, and he come off and he said it was for Nobes. He got in trouble for that. How do you know that? Oh, because I follow all the articles and people saying, oh, he shouldn't have said that. Yep. 
should have done it for Nobs in the first place. But at the end of the day, they did do it for Nobs. They nearly got the desserts against Collingwood. But they do say they come out like this. That was the other crazy stat. That's it. Just came to me. So back when Reshaw took over from Brad Scott. Yep. The first game Ruse played was Richmond and they won. They did win. I remember that. And so, again, Patch Adams' first game versus Richmond. That's what I mean. There's just Always some happens weird, though, isn't it? Weird, or, weird bloody stats. I feel like I need to be on, what is it? Bounce after the game, whatever, with some of those weird oh, stats. Oh, Cam Mooney yeah. and, his, and Andrew Gaze. But yeah, our with 14. The numerology and stuff. That's it. Yeah, numerology. 14 that's game streak is over, though. You know, and we're talking, you know. Last week, our percentage was 51.7, and now we've finally moved up to 54.3. That's well away from the Fitzroy 96 of 49.5. Gets Caroline Wilson off our back. Oh, I, don't think, it'll do, I don't think it'll do that. <laughs> that was the best thing about um, being Richmond, just seeing the memes come out about her. Cause she's a, she's she a loves, Richmond supporter. She loves them, yeah. Um, Zerha got six. Yeah, career high. Well, he 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 needs he needs a game like that because he needs to be signed. He needs more games like that. Mm. Oh, oh, dude, he doesn't need to play like that for North to sign him. I know North are going to want to sign him. He's got to be consistent. We one thing I will say is the Roos did come out the gates and they played well, had control and won. But by the end of the second quarter, Richmond, well, Kangaroos were ten goals too. Richmond were three goals, 12. You know, they finished with 22 points. Jack Rewald alone finished with two goals, six. Noah Cumberland finished with three goals, four. If they're going to play finals footy, they really cannot have that happening. So That's I, disaster. So I loved this. I loved this from North. But if if you're looking at that game, and you so you're looking at the same screen that I'm currently mm. looking at now, and you can see the 14, 8, 92 to 11, 22, 88. Yeah. If you're looking at that, and uh, without even watching the game. So I watched the game, and I know that North played a good game of footy. But if you didn't watch that game, you would go, shit, how did Richmond lose that? They kicked themselves out of that game. Well, it's funny. They just had no control. They weren't fluent at all. Like No, everything was on the run and from a boundary or, you know, like it was... It, nothing was set up. It felt like because they were missing Lynch. It's and Dusty. It just felt like it wasn't structured. But have I? I sort of had to think about it after the game. Has Richmond been found out? If you can shut Lynch down, knowing that Rewalt's a little bit slower, uh, Shea Bolton can only kick a goal when he's on. Because when he's off, he is off. Um, amazing footballer, but when he is off, he is off. I don't know with them, eh? Damien Hardwick said this week that it's Richmond killing Richmond because of their own bad kicks. He Well, he, he said that their performance was deplorable. Like two weeks they've had bad kicking. Points have beaten their goal scores. Mm. Um, you know, and also, to be honest, watching that game, I was watching it as every North boy would and thinking oh well, this is slipping we very much should have slipped that match because Jake Arts 40 seconds on the clock literally takes a chest mark 30 metres out from goal and, and plays on. on and I'm telling you he probably we're assuming would have slotted the goal but yeah that was them that was their moment to just put the ice in and game over sorry Ruse bit more heartbreak 
But yeah, it's a real blow. That that was their opportunity to get a game clear in the eight. Yeah. And now they're on tie they with it. Dogs, St Kilda. And I still think they'll make the finals above those two teams. But yeah, they're they didn't make in it, that box seat. They didn't make it easy for themselves. Um, I just found it funny as well that um, Damien Hardwick apparently said back in the day that he hates playing at Marvel. And they've only played four games at there since, but they've lost every game there since he said that comment. That's right. I remember him making that comment. Actually. Yeah, see, they just have this hoodoo over him, eh? Um, you know, you know your mate Shy Bolton. He's yep, had a bit of an off day. He um, he's number one for giving away the most fifty meter penalties this year. Yeah, bloody L- little lala. grumpy bum. Yeah, he's a lala. Loves when things are going his way. Doesn't like when things aren't going his way. Oh, you know how I told you quarters won last week by Kangaroos. Mm. Uh, mate Brucey gave me some bad reports on that. That I said it all wrong. So they won 22 quarters for 2021. But this year, at the time of last week, they'd only won, before this weekend, they'd only won 14 in 16 matches. Ah, uh, okay. So that's really not good. Um, well, still time. Yeah. What are you at now? How many quarters? Did, did you win quarters uh, on the weekend? You would have. Yeah, we won. Oh, gosh, you know, when you start looking at those point totals, I can't work it out off my head, but I'd say we've won a few there. Yep. Not the, not the last... Um, our boy McKay was good in defence as well. Yes, gives his heart a, eh? gives his heart and soul every week. Well, he's had a lot of practice in defence, and he's ever since they got Taron out of there, he's had to step up as key defender, so to speak. I seen a meme um, today that said, like he was, you know how they were waiting for guys to come back around um, after the game, so they could all walk down the race together. Yep. And it was um, a picture of Ben McKay like shouting at the guys to hurry up. And I was like, hurry up. I'm supposed to be at the G in five minutes. I saw that. <laughs> and I was like, it's, it's just too funny. Well, considering <laughs> old McKay only got a point for the night, oh, maybe, maybe maybe he was buggered. Are we are we moving on? No, hang on. To talk hang on, about this? Hang or? on. We'll get there in a second. Just a couple of little things I want to touch on yep. just before I move off my lovely team, North. Um, I just want to point out that Goldie was talking today. He wants to remain at the Ruse next year. He wants to become a 300 gamer. Yep. And, you know, the one good thing Ruse have in the green for player ranking or team rankings is hit outs. I hope he stays. I'd have him at Carlton tomorrow. And funnily enough, I found the timing of this just a little bit interesting, but um, Jason Horn Francis finally spoke to the media this week and he's happy. He's really happy with how things are going at the moment. He's focusing on his footy, and I just found... Funny that, after a win. Yeah, and also after Noble left and hearing players were saying they wouldn't be happy. And my last little note I want to touch off with North is... um, Well, two little things. Um, Paul Curtis, he's the one to watch for North. He kicked three on the weekend, and he he's did, just yeah. a little little gun we've started playing this year, and Cunners is finally going to go back into training this week after doing his calf. Curtis with the his o- first game. It wasn't his first game, no. no. It was this year. But, yeah, no, um, Cunners is back training with the main AFL group and, yeah, he's going to go through his pace over the next two weeks. I then love that. Hopefully, you might see him run on to the field at the end of the season. I love that. It'd be a great run. Even if it was last round to watch him run on would be great. Yeah, agreed. Because um, I know that, like... Doherty and... Doherty's 
been through the same thing and it would be an amazing story. Those two together, when they get together, uh, is really nice as well. I haven't seen that. But yeah, when they when they get together and you can watch them and they have a discussion and you know shake hands and blah, blah, blah it's, a, it's a nice thing to watch. All right, everyone. Get yourself a nice drink. Get comfortable because uh, the coach here is going to be talking about Carlton and the Cats and I'm sure he's got a lot to say. No, do you know what? I haven't really got much to say. I've, I've written a few notes down. Walsh, 33 disposals, went 88% efficiency. You cannot fault well, this kid. Before we jump the gun, just for all you people out there in Radio Land who don't know, Cats defeated the Blues by 30 points at the MCG in front of 68,000. 68,000? 68,000. I've got more to talk to you on that in a minute, but carry on. Walshy. Yeah, you cannot fault this kid. This kid is a star. And I, I think I said this to you the other day. Kane Corns is an idiot for thinking Rosie is a better footballer because <laughs> he's not. R- Rosie is elite, but he's not. You're not. He's, he's not Sam Walsh. Is that how you say it, Rosie? I always said Rose. But that's because yeah. of the. You were like Rosie and Ro- in the in last week's podcast I was listening to it. Man, I can't. Rosie and. <laughs> Wait, man, I'm, yeah. I'm already going to say Rose. a name. Say a name tonight. Where I'm like, oh, just fix this up for me already. <laughs> it's in this game. Um, but he's yeah. Rosie is not um, anywhere close to Sam Walsh. Sam Walsh is at, like, by far more elite. Um, they killed us in turnovers. So sixty, they called they scored sixty plus points um, off turnovers. That's that's Whoa. that's horrendous. That is horrendous. Considering that they only scored eighty five points in total, sixty of them, sixty plus of them, were from turnovers. You won a lot of stats. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. If you, you lose at, the hitouts considerably, yeah, well, we've got we've got um, TDK doing the ruck work. He's just not built for it. the The kid's got a tank, and he's going to be built for it. Make no mistake about that. On the off season, he'll probably put a bit of meat on. He'll have another preseason under him, lift and weights, blah blah blah, and he'll have that. Well, they'll saying they'll saying statistically, Tom did beat Sam on the weekend, but. Really, truly speaking, Sam won because he kept McKay to one point. Yeah, so I'll touch on that because I've written that in there. So, uh, really even game, I think. But but Geelong are the benchmark of the competition. Yeah. 100% at the moment. Yeah. That they just set up far better than most teams. Or No, I'm going to say it. They set up far better than all teams playing the game currently, right now. And, and unless you can stop that setup and they've run... Well, did you hear the stats regarding Chris Scott? He's got like a 70% success rate per 100 games, whatever, which is the best of any coach ever. They're like, I don't know why this guy gets shit-canned all the time. Like, his stats are superb. Does he get shit-canned? He does, but also people judging the way they go around, what they're doing. Last year, I was shit-canning Geelong for picking up these old blokes, and now this year, it's paying off. They are they are the oldest team in the league. Their age is twenty seven point seven. Yeah. You guys yeah. are the fourth youngest at twenty four point eight. Yeah, I'd believe that. Well, we're we've you know we got all these guys in, drafted all these guys, and we're you know trying to bring them up. One good thing on that night, which um I was super excited about, was um and we spoke on this was um the battle of the Fords, Cameron Hawkins versus McKay Kuno. It was close, but Geelong won. They got five goals to your three. 32 disposals to your 19, 11 marks to your 7, and 20 score involvements to your 9. But, you know, McKay... Was it McKay who went off injured? 
Did he go off injured towards the end of the night? Oh, yeah, last quarter, maybe. Yeah, but still, yeah. Um, so, but, but, uh, uh, touched on this. Karen was superb. His goal from the boundary was amazing. Yeah, that was always and, a good goal. And, mind you, Kuno had a little nice snap there at the start in the first, I think. But um, my favourite goal of the night was Hawkins' dribble from, like, I think a ruck contest about 30 yep. metres out and just went through the goals. Oh, that was oh, mine. Oh, mate, there's a fair bit to unpack with uh, ruck contests and goals. <laughs> but we'll wait for that. Um, McKay, not enough out of him, man. Nine disposals, and he got them all in the defensive half. He basically, like, he had two disposals in our forward half. Really? Yeah. So that tells me you, he played up the ground far too often. Charlie Kerno's down there by himself, surrounded by small forwards. Nah, mate, you can't do that. That's not what you're employed to do. Stay out of the defensive half, son. You don't need to be there. Well, the other one, and this was the one... I want to get you to help with the enunciation. Is it Blicklavs? Blicksavs. Oh, I can't. I just... Yeah. See what I mean? Did you call that? Because you, you, you were going to speak about Blicksavs. Yeah. Like, you, you were like, oh, I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. I was like... Because I was like spelling it B-L-I-C-A-V-S. I'm like... That is his name. I know, but I was like... Blicksavs. I know, but that's not how phonetically it reads when you're yeah, looking at it. You're like... Blycavs. No, you're like, it's not Blycavs because I've never heard... Wait, i got to tell you. I've never you. heard BT say, oh, and Blycavs got the ball. Uh, phonetically through <laughs> doesn't sound like through. Or <laughs> yeah. right that, you know. Well, like. this is why I'm giving this guy some kudos. And they've, they've gone over this guy for being the star mm. that he was, but he restricted Cripps to 17. Yeah. That's his lowest for the year. Yeah. He only had two score involvements. That's his lowest of the last 50 games. And... Cripsy only had four clearances, which is his lowest for the year. Yep. He really got isolated out of the game. But it's good to learn that he can be taken out that easily. So you've got to fix your structures and who you can support him and run along with him. Yep. But that's superb effort. Like, really isolating someone like that. Amazing. I also like the fact, though, that... Look, I'm not disheartened by this. Yes, I tipped Carlton. Yes, I believe in my side. Far should. More, far more than I have for the last... 25 years but um, I'm certainly not disheartened by nah. any, by this loss nah, well, I'm really not Geelong is in on 8 straight wins mm. yeah. powerhouse yeah. absolute powerhouse um, do you want to know a nice little stat regarding your team I'd love one because all you do is tell me crappy stats about my team <laughs> oh these are still crappy stats it doesn't revolve my team so it's a crappy stat but <laughs> I'm only telling it to you um, Carlton number one for crowd attendance this year, with an average of oh, yeah, I did read this. average of forty five thousand fans turning mm. up to watch the baggers, and also another little stat that came out this week was um, surname for most number of games in a jumper, like so most games in a jumper by surname Silvani yeah Silvani's the number one with six hundred and twenty four yeah followed by the Hawkins with number twenty six at five hundred games and then you got the Scarlets. Number 30 at 459. So, yeah, you've got a couple stats and a bit of history there, but it's good to see that. That's cool. It's that's good. A, that's a, actually a cool bit of info. Oh, well, so was, like that, so was West Coast kicking seven goals on you. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yes. And also, you know something else? You know you spoke about last week, um, Sard getting the wolf call now with mm. from Ange Christie. Mm. I didn't realise that he got that pass on to him from a player prior to him. Yeah, yep. And... Um, just watching them talk on the the segment I was watching on uh, something on the net. Um, Sard and Chris, Christie 
Ange Christie shared a fence in Brunswick pretty much. Yes. And they kicked footy like when he was a young kid and did barbecues and no wonder he came to Carlton. No wonder Ange said, I'm going to get the wolf for you, mate. So funny I know enough, they're defenders and whatnot, but I love, when I heard that, and obviously I'm a Brunswick boy, so I was like, oh, I love Saad. That's so my fun, boy. So funnily enough, the there's a forum that I am involved in. Um, of course and, you're in a forum. And shut up. Um, Sadi's brother was like he's involved in this as well um, and about six months into the season where Saad was obviously becoming a free agent and blah 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 um, he was saying guys don't worry about it he's coming to Carlton 100% he's coming to Carlton he's not going anywhere else he's coming to Carlton and all of us were going we, we were all sort of going oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not putting any hopes in this we didn't you have know, to go like, far from Essendon to Carlton did well, he? no what you have to remember though is that we, we were going to get Dylan Shield oh good save well we were going to get Dylan Shield don't and then, need him and then at the obviously at the 11th hour he went to Essendon so we were like nah we're not going to invest in this we just got to wait and see wait and see wait and see but not once did he waver and then obviously we got him so yeah. but great pick up in my opinion yeah Great no. pickup. Uh, it certainly was. Um, while you're talking about great pickups, um, Hayes only just came back into your squad like his second game. Was it his second game? No, first game. First game, and now he's rubbed out for two. What did you think of that incident? I thought it was oh, crap. Yeah, so I'm, I thought I'm two not, weeks not, was ridiculous. I'm not. I'm not like saying you got a bias or anything on this, but yeah, you're wrong on this one. No, I'm joking. It was a terrible call. I thought. I fully thought you were nah, serious, then, and nah, I was like, I was "Man, like, were you watching the same nah, tackle?" I saw that tackle, and I'm sorry the guy fell and bopped his head. So Menengola, so he's off next week. Um, but I saw that tackle, and I was like, "That's not the dangerous tackle we're no, trying to rub out." That's, that's unfortunate. Right. And they did say if Cripsy did it, they would have probably fought it. But they said, being who he was, they're just leaving it, leaving it be. But that was a terrible call, and I can't believe it was two weeks. Yeah, I know. I, I, I just know. thought that was that was just that's really it was a witch hunt on him rank yeah that was yeah no not cool it was at all. really horrible because the tackle wasn't dangerous the tackle wasn't um it, there was nothing illegitimate about it there was no two motions yeah really really bad um I'm almost finishing up on my notes here regarding your boys but yep. um I did see I believe this was old volcano who brought this up oh no yeah boy he um. He's talking chair has gone missing. Is he really worth his 700k a year? Because, you know, he was pick six. No, you, sorry. You gave up pick six gave and pick a six. third round pick for him. And he's only averaging 23 touches, four clearances, four tackles. He's got three goals for the season. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Volcano's going on to say pretty much, this guy's not worth his salt. He's going missing. So, so I counteract that argument with number one. Your the Coleman medalist, the current Coleman medal leader, um, is at Carlton right now, kicking all the goals. The 2021 Coleman medalist is at Carlton, kicking all the goals. So Chera doesn't need to kick goals. He needs to get touches. And he well, needs that's, to set he needs those, to help Crips and Walsh. He needs to set those up. Now, him getting 23 touches, are we saying... He's missing. He's averaging 23 touches a game 
in a midfield that has Cripps, Walsh himself, uh, and TDK as your ruck. But Dacos, and we're saying he's missing. But Dacos is the first year player who can get forty. And he got forty once. Why can't Jerry do it? Well, I don't know. No, I'm just joking. I'm just shit staring you, man. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, I don't, I don't think he's gone missing. I, do, like man, I said, Volcano so, said honestly, it. He's like, this is coming from a bloke that said that Rosie Send your messages been, in. Tell us what you think. Coming from a bloke that said Rosie was better than Sam Walsh and should have been the number one pick. <laughs> Shut up. Well, yeah, by the way, just to give you a little bit of high hopes as well, uh, Will Setterfield. He's come back. Well, he had 40 disposals. Yeah, I think he'll get a game this week. I think he'll come back in. BFL. So yeah, yeah. He'll come back in this week for uh, Hayes. But yeah, you guys uh, dropped down to seventh after that loss. Mm, it's a bit of a shame. But, but yeah, okay. you, you guys are currently oper- operate on your last five games on a loss, win, loss, win, loss. So you're... Dual win. Dual win. <laughs> and you are playing GWS, so I'll probably give it to you. Yeah. But yeah. you know, you know, one good thing I actually enjoyed watching that game. One thing I liked at the end of the night because there was a family affair with the Deconings was obviously when your boy got his goal in the last quarter, and um, yeah, they showed the family all getting up and about. Oh, just quietly, um, his sister. Woo! Yeah, freaking smoking. Yeah, she was. Doesn't look like the brothers is, either. So is, I, sorry, is so. Yeah, I yeah. know the brothers have. Um, so, yeah, yeah, but the sister is yeah. She's a very attractive. She's got lady. two big brothers, so and yeah. they're far better at football than yeah. I ever was. Where All we right, in? let's move on because we're we're, we're Sydney Freo yakking too much. Yeah, this, Sydney defeated Fremantle by seventeen points at Optus. Yeah, this um, is Fremantle's been found out. They just Sydney just controlled that game, honestly and truly, just controlled that game. Well, Frio had the start. You'd give them like the first half. They they were at least leading half time six five to three eight. But what followed after that? They did, they scored three points in the third quarter, compared with uh, Sydney starting to put their score on the board. Their goals plus considerable considerable points. WA boy Warner was the star for mm, that game. Yeah, he got the coaches' votes ten, but he got thirty five touches. Yep, one goal. Um, I forgot who was laughing about it, but when they were walking off straight after the game and horses there at the end of the run giving them all high fives, when Warner walked through, they're all laughing because they're saying, oh, he's been adopted by a horse. He's just pretty much giving him a hug like a son. Like, if you watch the footage, it's literally like his son just played his first game of footy and he gives him the biggest hug like, I really? love you, mate. Oh, yeah, it's a really... That's awesome. Yeah, it was I really... see that. Check it out if you can see it. But he also had... He also had 800 metres gained as well. Yeah, he's... he's Six inside 50s, got a goal, seven he's clearances. He's a good player. I think, do you know... The, WA the other, just didn't want to look into him. Oh, there's been a few of them, though. The other bloke that's going to be a good player is that Amadi. Now, he's gone out injured this yeah. week. But that is that a, health and safety protocol? Don't know. I, no, I don't know. I actually didn't look up the Oh, injury. shoulder, shoulder, shoulder. Um, but he's... Uh, so I watched him play last year a couple of games and at running up at centre-half forward and kicking goals outside of 50, and I was thinking, Jesus, this bloke's going to be all right. He really is going to be all right. Um, and I think, realistically, if Franklin wants to walk, I think they let him walk and have this bloke playing. Well, have you seen Franklin this week on the news? Like, he's he's one in 700. 
and they're saying, well, we'll give you 500. And he's like, well, I'm, I'm out of here. And, you know, they've gone to say he's not even the top 200 best players There's in the league. There's not a team in this league that's going to give Buddy Franklin 700 grand. I, I was glad he kicked his 1,000th goal, but he's cooked. He's done. I think he's cooked as well. Um, Quiet night for Brayshaw. <laughs> by his standards. How do you go? I ain't I looking at 20 posies. Is that it? Gosh. Yeah, they really struggled after halftime. Like, they, they put five goals on the board in the last quarter on them. Um, after the second half, uh, Sydney had 127 uncontested marks to Dockers 70. Like, totally changed the just game. just about to bring that they, up. They totally destroyed their defence. And now they're talking about the fact that how defensively destroyed they got that. They've been found out. Yeah. Because, you know, this was a surprise packet. Um, but, yeah, that was... That was disastrous footy from Fremantle, I thought, on the weekend. It really was. It wasn't confident viewing, I reckon. No. No. Especially at home. Yeah. It's not good. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's their fortress, isn't it? That's right. You know... They play really well there. Oh, um, well. But uh, I'm just looking at these things here and... um. Yeah, they absolutely even smashed Frio in the kicks in the end. 196 to 260 yeah. marks, 79 to 138. They even took with the distance control possession. Frio did win the handballs, though. 154 to 111. I always notice that when there's a disparity in a game, it's almost like, obviously, you've got to pick your battles, but one will play a handball game, one's playing a kicking game. There's always a considerable difference. Yeah, but it's because you've... Like you've just owned the ball, like that. That marks that. I wrote that down, and you've mentioned it. Then, that's man uncontested marks. You've controlled the game. So I mean, you get you gave him an extra quarter than I gave him. Yeah. Because after quarter time, Sydney just controlled that game. They might not have put the score on the board until after half time, but after the first quarter. Fremantle was shot. Well, you know I said they had 127 uncontested marks to 70. Swans had 88 of their 127 uncontested marks after halftime. Mm. Like, that's incredible. Um, Swans are just a powerhouse now. So yeah. the Swans have beaten the Cats, the Dees, and Frio. Yep. And this is where I was saying they've got the easiest run home. So they've got the Crows... GWS, North, St Kilda, and then they've got Pies as well in amongst there as well. Pretty sure Carlton's got the Pies in the last one, but they've got the Pies as well. Mm, mm. So considering I think Pies is their toughest challenge, the rest they've got. Um, been reading about the exodus of of Fremantle players. No. Oh, you're looking at like um, possibly at the end of the year, you've got Lob going to the dock, Dogs, you may have Acres gone, Log, Hamling, Mundy, Blakely. No. I know, these are, I know these are names, but these people Blake, are out of contract. Blakely, maybe. And Mundy's staying. Mundy would stay, make, I think. Make room Lob, for Jackson. Lob, yeah, Lob. Yeah, I know. He's but, part of that three team trade. Um, Lob goes to the Dogs, um, and Jackson will come in. Don't forget, Lob's on good money. Um, so, yeah, there's there's all that. I if, I think that I don't think it'll be. I don't think Acres will go anywhere. Yep. Um, Monday, I don't think he'll go anywhere. Uh, but in terms of Lob, 
I th- he's gone. He's um, definitely gone. Last thing I want to say for Fremantle was uh, Griffin Lowe kept Buddy to only one goal and seven touches. He's a good defender now. So, yeah. Only Credit, young fella. But like we said, Buddy's a bit of a has-been. Mm, mm. um, Hawks defeated the Eagles by 25 same day at the uh, G. It was a nice wet ball game as well at the mm, start. Yep. But, um, yeah, 102 to 77. Luke That's... Bruce, career high, six goals. Yeah, hey, not bad. I, do you know what struck me about that? I didn't know that Luke Bruce had never kicked six. <laughs> I thought he had. He's sort of one of those people, but it's probably because you get him confused with Dunstan. Gunston. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. So I'm getting Stranger Things mixed in with this. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so Hawthorne, their defensive chains, um, so their defensive chain scores, they scored 45 points to zero. Oh, wow. Nothing came off the defensive line of the Eagles. Well, which is, do you remember years you know, ago they used to talk about the spider web? The yeah. web? And how McGovern and Barras and all that controlled that spider web? And they launched from there. Yeah, so now, well, that obviously isn't working for him. Barris is, I'd say, their key defender. He got the 10 coaches' votes. Absolutely. Well, he, but, uh, what did he get? 30? Yeah, yeah, 34, 35? Something like that. But he also kept um, Lewis, who the week before kicked five goals. Yep. He's kept him goalless. So, yeah. He, but funnily enough, it was their back line. Like, Hearn had, what did Hearn have, 30? Well, you'd have to tell me. I'm not sure. Um, I think he did. I think he had about 30. I'll tell you what, Jai Cully, their little mid-season dra- number one draft pick. He's going to be a righto. Eh? Yeah, well, he had 12 disposals, 11 tackles. But he um, play again this week? He had the most tackles in the game as well with those 11. Most tackles. Yeah. Already broke a little record. The Eagles had Best 81 on. tackles. Do they? As a side, yeah. That's good to see. Good pressure. Oh, that was good. Ward, Mitchell, Newcomb for Hawthorne. Probably Hawthorne's best. Well, Ward was... um. Yeah, I've got it. Pick seven in the 2021 draft. And yeah, he's had his career best with those 34 touches and eight score involvement. So that's really good. They kicked seven goals in the second, day. Eh? They really just brought it home. Yeah, and they're, they're another one. Up, down, up, down, up, down. That's two wins in a row now for Mitchell. So he'll be feeling confident. And they got the ruse this weekend. Well, you might win that. It might be. that. Well, round one, we lost by 20 points to him, so... Could be a competitive game. Um, Dees took on Port at Traeger Park and ended up winning by two goals, 14 points. Jesus, geez, that Pickett. ground is so weird. I didn't watch this game. It reminds me of looking at the Grand Canyon. Just dry. No, because the, views the in big the rocks and that. <laughs> the mountains and stuff. It's really weird to look at. Well, that's... Well, you've watched it obviously three times before because Port have won the previous three games. Yeah, yeah. And Melbourne yeah. finally have won their first game in the Red Centre. Jeez, they got some bloody support over there too, Melbourne. From the minute, from the second that ball was bounced, there was Melbourne chance going around that ground. I'll tell you what though, what's good? Pickett kicked his six goals, yes. and that's the most by a single player in the Northern Territory. Yes, correct. So they, that was the record. That would have been something to froth about, I reckon. Um, and obviously Petraka and Viney had to step up without Ollie there. And they both getting their good amount of touches and involvements. Yeah. Um, they were just in control. Pickett was electric. 
Did you see his goals? Yeah. He's got three of them in contention for goal of the week. Yes. That's how good they were. Yes. Um, I suppose that's what happens when you kick six, but you're well, bound to get one in there. Tell you what, he's making old Bailey Fritz, 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 Fritz. Well, shit bricks, isn't he? He's um. Well, in all seriousness, he's like, burning I'll, players. I want I want to expand on this a little bit because you've tagged me now twice. In well, I pumped him up, didn't I? I love. Well, you his... did because you love you love him. You love I don't him like hogs though because I was a kid at school who'd be hog, hog. Like I, I'd call a hog out. Kick the I'd... ball, yeah, hog. Like I, I'd, I'd loved calling out a hog because I hate them. And I, yeah, it's a bit disappointing for a guy I gave a few kudos to to realise this is the first time in the modern era I've heard a hog get called out again. I haven't mm. seen this for a long time. Yeah, yeah, he's getting burnt by a lot of people. But carry on. Uh, no, just I. He had Kingy go for him this week. He had Lyon the other week. Who isn't Kingy going? Except Ginevan. I tell you what. I don't know what their relationship is, but, like, honestly. I tell you, he supports him, though. He reckons his play is fine. Ginevan's? Yeah, he reckons it's fine. I know. I know. It's weird. Um, Just. Marshall. um, Marshall, good again. Kicked his two, I think. I think he kicked two on the night. But injured man in the last quarter. So. Really? I was saying hip or a quad. Um, but yeah, they need him. He's the most important player at Port. In, that's in my opinion. I've pumped him up something chronic because I just think he is so important to that side. And now he's gonna go. You know, Port still believe there are a chance of making finals. And I, I, I just, I personally can't see it, considering they're on thirty-two points. Well, they still can make finals. Do you know who they got to play, though? They've got Cats, Pies, Tigers, Dons, and then the Crows at the end. Correct. but if They don't had, make finals. No, and you're probably right. But if you had have told me that Sydney beat Frio, uh, North beat Richmond... Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. You know? Um, it's... You know, Essendon beat the Gold Coast. If you had have told me all those things, I would have said, no, there's no way. Well, yeah. No, I know. I agree. I agree. You know? Yeah, so, I don't think I picked the ruse over Tigers. Things happen. Things, no, none of us did. Um, but. Oliver's, they're saying, should be back this week for yep. the Dogs game. Um, but do you know that's his first game he's missed in six years? He played mm. 127 consecutive games yep. before this happened. Come on now. Do you have a follow-up stat with that? Who played the most? I don't, but I can give you another <laughs> stat. Um thought you'd have that. Oh, I really man. didn't think you'd have no, that. No, I'm just a nerd with these stats. I just love hunting this stuff down week to week for the potty. Petraka leads the season for goal assists, 23. Bont's in there with 20 and He's Hawkins at 19. Such a gun man, Petraka. Well, just, you know, goal assists. For a guy who also back in the day got called a hog, to have that as your stat, to a, that's a good stat. That's what Bailey should be looking at. So this was a guy with an ego in the day who was regarded as selfish, who's now... Regarded as the best sheriff for goal assists. That's nice. So I was looking up... Um, no, I was listening to um, James Brayshaw and Billy Brownless have a conversation about... Close. Mm. Close, mate. Mm. Um, wrong beer. Yeah, wrong beer. Um, I was listening to James Brayshaw and Billy Brownless have a conversation and it was about the NAB Rising Star. And James Brayshaw actually made a good point and it was that... He's not. He doesn't really read into the NAB Rising Star because Christian Petraka, who didn't come close, 
um, now is probably the most important midfielder in the yeah, comp. Fair point. So, so he said, "I'm like, yes, Nick Dacos is great, blah blah, but I don't read too much into the Nab Rising Star because this kid could fall apart at the start of next year, realistically, and he could be, he could have a knee or whatever, and then, and then all of a sudden he's not influential, well, you know, but what or." Some other kid that, let's say, John Newcomb, who is still eligible, right? Let's say he elevates his game, and you know, then he comes out as this gun midfielder that overtakes him. You don't, you, you just don't know what's going to happen. So yeah, it's a good, it was a good point. Well, while we're floating good points, this was one I saw this week that I want to float to you. Do the D's go after Grundy if Jackson leaves? No. Grundy and Gorn cannot play in the same side. Don't reckon they can work side by side? They're losing Jackson. He's an, he's a massive loss for them. Gorn does need him. If Gorn ever goes... Jackson what, what Jackson's does, what not do, a number one ruckman. But so he ju- backs up. He backed up. That game Gorn missed, he stood up. Like yeah. He built that so, void so he superbly. St- yeah, so he stood up. Because he had to stand up, though. Because they didn't showed, have anybody else to but you fill that role. you can't fluke that. That's why Fremantle want him. They know his potential. Yeah, but so Fremantle who, have got a ruckman that they're going to use. Sean Darcy's not going anywhere. Um, Jackson's coming, and they'll use him as they do Rory Lobb. Running off that forward line, taking marks at 40 metres out, and kicking goals. To move Grundy in that... Team with Gorn, nah, no yeah. way. They're both Ruckman. They and Grundy is not going to play that lead up forward role. You yeah. couldn't have it. It was just something that got flowed this week, and I thought, yeah, they are losing Jackson. And Mind you, would he be a better lead up forward than Ben Brown? Well, yeah. Well, would he? I, I'm, I'm asking the question. I I really don't rate Ben Brown. That's not me being shitty because he left North. I just don't. I really don't rate him. He's really cooked himself. So could you replace him with Grundy? Um, oh, but would Grundy play there? I reckon there's reasons why he gets in and out of the squad, eh? But, uh, yeah, should we move on to the final game? Yep, final game, and then we'll do our tips. All right, so do the it. Dons defeat the Suns. They're really on a hot streak. By this was 48 great, points at Did you Marvel. watch it? Yeah, I watched. This was fantastic. Dons are really playing the footy they should have played all year. I've I, People are going to have... Honestly, if anybody from Melbourne picks up this podcast and is a Carlton supporter, they're going to hate me. Why? Because I've just got a soft spot for Essendon. My cousin played for Essendon. I like it. You know. Like. Yeah, no. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I've got a little bit of soft spot for him. I just thought it was really good. Well, I yeah. really did. Well, I my see, so you heard a lot about Pickett and I've talked about Cameron with his goals, but my... My favourite goal of the round was Draper's in the fourth. That's goal of the year. Like, literally. No one's going to beat that. That's goal of the year. Seriously, he rucked it. He just grabbed it and ran, giving the hands off, got the hands back, and just done a nice little snap. And I was like, superb. I've said superb like 10 times this potty, but that to me was Do you know what I loved about it? He gave the handball, and the second one, he two, gave one, the two. handball, his arms are out like, give me the ball back. Like, I can... can I loved it. Like yeah. a midfielder would, and just kicked it on the outside of his boot. I absolutely loved it. So, I'm calling goal around. You're calling it goal of year. I'm calling it goal of year. Well, I don't think anything's going to beat it. I hope so. I'll, I'm happy 
to back you on that one, I want that to win because I thought that's some of the best footy I've yeah. seen all year. I, I honestly believe goal of the year. Um, I love watching tall, lanky blokes just run down like that. Yeah. He looked like a bloody giraffe. A gazelle. He d- <laughs> honestly. Um, I I seen this week as well when Adrian Dodoro rang him and said that um, they were going to pick him up. Yeah. And he couldn't believe it, eh? It was one of those... You know how you get this, the first gamers ring their parents and they and all the clubs film it now and it's really nice. And yeah. It was... I think what, that was his son last week and he got injured in his first game. Oh, probably. Yeah, I can't, I can't recall. It was, on. It's one of those moments, you know, and I hate Adrian Dodoro. Like, I don't know him as a bloke, but as a recruiter, I just think, oh, you're a wanker because you just won't deal with I know. anyone respectively. You're just a Internal. Dick. Yeah. We so, look after ourselves. Um, but seeing him talk to Draper and Draper just unbelievably, like, just couldn't believe it. You know, like, it was, it good was really, really nice. I liked it. I really, really did. Um, Essendon's doing really good. They've been two top eight teams, Sydney and Brisbane. Like, their footy's irrelevant now. They don't do anywhere for this season. But is that why they're playing like this? Because they've got no pressure now to do anything. Well, that's what they're saying. You know, we're looking at last year's home and away ladder. They finished ninth. So this is why people are upset, because they expected this football now. Why they take so long? How's your brother? Is your brother upset? No, he's... I only see his Facebook comments. He's an emotional supporter. You he know, like very much is. They yeah. cried. He cried when Heard won the Brownlow and whatnot. But he generally is always on there saying, "Drop this person, drop that person." And people, he generally with the Essendon faithful gets his likes. He gets his kudos amongst the Essendon faithful, but he's not too beaten because he's not forward in coming, uh, not backward in coming forward. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Essendon's he's very I'd, opinionated about football in general, but Essendon. <laughs> I'd be really disappointed a bit as an Essendon supporter. Like, I'd be happy to finally start watching these wins going, oh, this is exciting for next year, but this is the exact same predicament I was in last year, and why the hell did you start off as pathetic as you have this year? Yeah. Wait, can I actually... Wait, I just want to tell you a stat that I totally forgot to tell you, but I want to get back to this because it was regarding Fremantle, and I just want you to know this stat... Um, do you want me to know it because you think I go no, for Frio? Yeah, I do. Yeah, but no, no, because no, yeah. this just came to me because this was one of my better stats that I wanted you to know. All right. But from round, so this is back to Fremantle people. So from round one to twelve, they were the intercept kings. They were in the top four with seventy three, an average plus. You know, winning by twenty plus points mm. from those intercepts. But now they're down to 65 and they're ranked 13th. That's how their defence has been completely discovered. Anyway, that's how I just want to interrupt the whole podcast by going backwards and forwards. But I just want to put that in. That's how bad Fremantle's defence has gone. I anyway, like that stat, back to Essendon. I like that stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Just like West Coast kicking seven goals on Carlton. No, that was a terrible... That's not a stat. That was a great stat. Brucey, me mate, again, he, he's our... <laughs> Definitely our favourite listener. <laughs> he, um... <laughs> Say hi to Bruce. He, he, loves, he loves it. I d- yeah. I, d- I, I love you too, Bruce. <laughs> Brucey, but um, yeah, the seven goal stat was not a stat. It's a great That's stat. He told me to keep it up. I know he did. Um, I know he did. Um, race, Mason Redmond for Eston. 17 touches. It was a gun. Hmm. He was he played a good game. 
And, um, you know, Essendon had 115 more disposals um, over the Suns as well. Even handballs, 135 to 69. It was just great. Stringer. Yeah, well, he kicked four goals too. He was the and package. That's... He was the package again. And, yeah, those goals were exciting, like literally just grabbing it and straight off the boot. But that's what I mean. Those he's... fluoro green boots, they stand out, don't they? He's just a flashy player. He might not kick four a week or anything like that. He's just a flashy player. Um, they still need help, though. They you know, still need help. They need a Jack Darling sitting in that forward line. They do? Yeah. They, they should have gone for mixed day. Um, do you know the Suns last beat the Dons in round one, 2016? Wow. That's that's a long time ago. And do you know if the Suns had a one... Think on the stat, man. If you the Suns had a one, they would have been on equal points with the you Ethan. Tigers... Saints and the Dogs. Yes. But, yeah, they got Brisbane next. Because they were up until Hugh last Clash, week. So, yeah, they're up shit creek there. Essendon's going to be are. good for Collingwood. they got Archie back this week as well. Yes. He's a gun Archie little, Perkins. He's, he's a gun little uh, pick-up for them. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be fine. Essendon are going to be fine. Have you so, seen so here's my question. Liam Jones? What's that? Have you seen they've got some interest in Liam Jones? I know the dogs do as well. Backline? I don't know. Well, Hurley's he came of from age, the dogs, but yeah, Essendon's showing interest oh, in I know. Him. The dogs, I think, would highly benefit from picking him back up. Well, 100%. Yeah, he is 32, but though. Hurley's, but Hurley's going to come back. Hurley's what? 30-odd? He, he played VFL and had, I think he had minimal touches. Nothing too exciting, but just good to get back into football. Yeah. Yeah, uh, all the Essen all 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 faithful want to see. Um, Took Miller was again great for uh, Suns twenty eight. He literally, I've quoted him here, went on to say at the end of the game, it just was one of those games. I'll be honest, we just didn't turn, turn up. up. Yeah, like, I, that's re- I read from that. His mouth. Yeah. But that's the round. That is round eighteen. Yeah, really good round of footy, man. Oh, it's just only going to get better now. Like, like I said, we've got swing games that we're going to have to start talking about soon as we start moving to the last five rounds because. Like There's saying, a lot of them because it's so tight. Well, that's what I mean. That ladder, percentages, it's going to be some good stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, Answer me this. Do you have Carlton finishing in the eight? Yeah, yeah you finish in the eight. You 100% finish in the eight. St Kilda, dogs, they don't make it. I don't know what your five games completely are to run home, but your footy's good. You'll make finals. Okay. You play an elimination final to me, though. Do you know who I actually say is my grand final prediction at the moment? Mm-hmm. Geelong, which mm-hmm. everyone would say. Yeah, because you'd be stupid not to. And I'm going with Sydney. Yeah, you're probably not far off. And I'm only saying that because I reckon it's going to come down between Melbourne and Sydney. And it, yeah, but I'm just I really like what Sydney's doing at the moment, and they just know how to play finals footy. Who are you going for in that grand final? If it's that game, I'll still go for Geelong. I'm going Sydney. Why is that? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, let's get these tips in last round. Uh, yep. For round 19, I should say. Let's do it. Read through it. Come on. Give us this. Let's go. Sports bet. We bloody we try to keep this show to a minute 15, uh, an hour 15 if we can, but we're bloody We're a bit yucking. over again. We love talking too much these days. So, all right. So, Frio. You take... all your bloody stats, man. I know, but <laughs> Frio taking on the Tigers. Yep. Can I just tell you, last time these teams met was in... First August last year, round twenty, and Frio defeated the Tigers by four points. Oh, yeah, another four points. Yep. 
Uh, I'm going Freo for this one. Yeah, I'm going Freo. Uh, Hawks taking on the Ruse. You know, round one, Hawks got up by 20. I'm going to go the Ruse just because they're on the surge. And people saying that pressure gauge is off now that they're not playing for a coach under pressure. They feel a bit more free. I'm just thinking they might might have a little upset again. I, I can't help but not back my team when they're finally out of win. I'm going the Hawks just based off form. Fair call. Two wins in a row. Good um, wins too. But I think it'll be a lot closer than what Sportsbet probably got them at. Well, yeah, well, Roos are paying $3.14 and Hawks are $1.37. Um, Sydney take on the Crows at the SCG. Sydney. Yeah, they got up by 33 points last time and again, I reckon they'll finish about the same margin. Yeah. Uh, Cats taking on Ports at Adelaide Oval. Cats. Yeah, Cats, you don't write them off with their form at the moment and... I reckon that will be a powerful victory again. Thirty odd points. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's prob- that's probably the the yep. equation there. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Q clash. Suns taking on the Lions. Brisbane uh, win this. Yeah, Brisbane easily win this one again. Um, no stress. Yeah, they they won the last one by I'd fifty like odd s- points. I would like to see though in that game. I would like to see the Gold Coast actually come out with some fight, especially off the back of Took Miller saying we didn't turn up. I'd love for um, the Suns to come out with some fight in that. Well, yeah, I hope they back that up. Yeah. I really do, because it's just, I want those derby matches to be good. Yeah, of course. Or Q clashes, as they say, where they come from. Uh, D's take on the Dogs at Marvel. This could go either way, eh? It really could. Well, Mar- Dogs like Marvel. Yeah, and it... And last time I they played, know. the D's got the desserts by 26 points. It's a grand final rematch, again, so to speak. Yeah, I know, and it wasn't... It's a grand final rematch, rematch. Rematch, yeah, yeah. and it wasn't great the first two times. Um, is Norton playing? We won't know till tomorrow, will yeah, we? Yeah, I've got here that Norton and Hunter are scheduled to return, and so, though, is Oliver. And Melksham probably will go out of the team if Oliver slides in. I'm, if Norton comes back, and the form that the Bulldogs... Well, the game that they played. You're going it, aren't you? I'm going the Bulldogs, yeah. Good call, Caro. But yeah, I'm going to go <laughs> the Ds. Um, GWS is taking on the Blues at Marvel as well on Sunday, the next day. Uh, you guys got the kudos by 30 points last time you met in round nine. Yeah, I'm going the Blues. Yeah, 100%. Seven versus 15, you know, it will show on the ladder why you're in two different... Spectrums of the ladder, I top eight, so. bottom eight. Yeah, I well, hope so. Like Cali's not playing for GWS and that. Like, yeah, I think you should be fine. Mm. And I forgot to mention when I was talking about Carlton. Like, I didn't have a lot of good to say, and I did point out McKay kicked what, a point. A point, but yeah. Kerno was a superstar the whole way through. One hundred percent. Like he's, he's, he he played solid. He is a gun. He's a gun. So yeah, I forgot to mention that. Um, Anzac Day rematch, Pies and uh, Dons again. This is another one. Eleven point last time they met. 11 points last time they met on Anzac What's Day. What's saying about this one? Ooh, I tell you, because this would be good. Who do you reckon has got the better odds? Collingwood. Yeah, you do. $1.72 to $2.13. Wow. It's, it's, that's not Do you know what? Already. I'm telling you, I'm going the Dons by 20. Yeah, I'm, I, I think I'm going the Dons too. And that's why I'm telling you, because literally, Collingwood literally just beat Crows and North, two rebuild teams, by goal in the last quarter, and they're losing at three-quarter time. So, see what happens there. Well, um, I've written it down now, mate. You can't take it back. 
And final round is West Coast taking on St Kilda. Um, West Coast actually got the uh, kudos on this. They actually won by eight points last year when they met in uh, round 19. This is at home too for the Eagles, isn't it? Yeah, I actually reckon they might get this. I'm tipping the Eagles. Paddy Ryder out. Marshall doing it all by himself. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, go- I'm, I'm going the Eagles. Eagles. Well, coach, that's football. Out of bounds on the full. Out of bounds on the full. All right. Wrap it up, man. Till next week. Adios. Love ya. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.